0: Today, I'm walking you through a business plan that helps our clients do 10 times the national average in terms of sales. For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. Welcome to The Tom Ferry Show. This is one of the most important shows we do every single year, and that is helping you define and then design your next year to have it be your best year ever. That's right, my friends, it's time to do the business plan. So I'm gonna do something different today. I'm actually going to give you the plan we're using with all of our coaching members that are helping them do 10 times the national average, giving you insight into the level of detail. We're asking our members to plan and design their business, which is why they're selling so many properties. There's a thousand cliches as to why we should plan versus not planning. Can we just move beyond that and just commit today to downloading this at TomFerry.com and then writing your plan and doing as much as you can to make sure that nothing is left to chance. So let's go through the nine parts of the business plan. Number one is you're gonna break down everything that's happened so far this year. So by breakdown, I mean, what was your gross commission income? What was your sales volume? How many transactions did you do? How many were buy side? How many were sell side? What was your average sales price? What was your average retained commission percentage? Really important we pay attention to that one. What was your average commission retained percentage? And then I want you to break down your lead sources. If you don't normally track where your transactions come from, you're really gonna appreciate the deal tracker in the back of the business plan, so you know the house, you know the source, and you know everything you did with it, giving you Obviously, a bunch of rich data on where you're selling and where you're not selling sales prices and more. It's important to track and measure. So that's number one. Once I understand what I've done, I can then begin to build on it, which is section two of the plan. This is where we set our goals for the next year. Now you're gonna notice, especially if you've done planning with me in the past, that we framed it differently this year around your goal. We actually said, what's your gross commission income? What's your expenses, your expected expenses? What is your profit goal? And then what is your savings goal and debt reduction? Now you might be asking, Tom, why are you asking such personal questions? Well, listen, my friend, there is a whole bunch of agents that make good money and have no profit because they have a tendency to blow all their cash. And the reason why is maybe it's something in their psychology. I'm convinced a lot of it is you just didn't have a budget to adhere to. You didn't decide, I'm gonna spend this much money on my database, this much money on my software, this much money on my events and conventions and coaching and everything else you do, this much money on Zillow or whoever else you use. And by actually having a budget and then saying to yourself, I've got to get an ROI, you just become you know, awareness, makes you just better, right, because you know. So budget, but then profit, but then I want to know how much money do you want to save this year? And how much debt do you want to pay off? You've heard me, you've seen me interview other people, I talk about it all the time, that you want to be the agent with stockpiled lots of cash and opportunities always. You'll see better at night, I want you to reduce your debts, I want you to be financially free. So I put it right in the front of the business plan. Then below that, we're gonna break down, how do we get there, right? So what's the percentage of listings sold versus buyer-controlled sales versus leases, as an example? And you'll see in the plan, we get you know, into the formula there, average sales price, average commission, et cetera. Then number four, we wanna break that down to what we call your daily number. Now, there's a lot of talk around prospecting and hours of power and you know all that kind of stuff. We make it very simple. Our studies show that the average person we work with, it's about every 40 conversations to one sale made. Now you can't call the same person 40 times and expect a transaction, but you can divide it equally between your database if you have a rich database. If you have a rich database with lots of people and lots of relationships, you can divide it in half. Half your database and half new. This is why we wanna go back to your deal tracker from this year to say where are my transactions coming from to make sure I'm adding more where I'm good and looking for opportunities of growth, which we'll get to in a minute. So you're gonna take that 40 conversations to one transaction formula and pretty simple, you're gonna say, hey, I wanna have 20 transactions. Well, that's 800 conversations. 400 to your database, 400 new. And then we ask you to break it down in the plan based upon 48 weeks. You might only work 40, you might only work 36. Some of you might even say you work 52, I doubt it. But once you have that breakdown, you say now, based upon that, how many conversations per week and how many conversations per day? You're gonna see it inside the plan. One of the things that we know is you don't wanna have an odd number. You always wanna round it up. So I can't have a goal of say, 19 conversations in a week. Instead, I always wanna round it up to 20. Now this is where it gets fun. You, know, you divide that by five or four. Let's make it by four. I've got now five conversations a day. You're gonna hear me say again, round it up. Now you might be saying, Tom, you took my 800 number and it's now looking closer to you know 870. Well, here's my response to you, good we both know you don't want to be a secret agent the more people you talk to the more conversations you're nurturing with your database the more you're following up on leads that you're acquiring or people inside your farm or expired listings or open houses or whatever you work those other ones the more conversations the better that's how you win so we want to get that down to that daily number now from there we wanna look at lead sources. And for my coaching members, you're gonna see it's plug and play. You just drop in everything else. For my non-coaching members, you're gonna use the next part, which is creating your one-page strategic marketing plan for all of your lead sources. Getting ahead of myself. When you look at the lead sources we provide, we're gonna say to you, here is all these different buyer lead options, all these different seller lead options, and you're gonna, before you say, oh, I wanna do it all, you're gonna say, wait a minute, where does my business come from now? I do open houses and I do it pretty well and I've got five deals from it and I work my database and I got six transactions from it and that was high or low. Um, and I got two from you know, sign calls and I got you know, three from you know, an online source. And so you know where your business comes from. And this is where we say now, ephemeralization, how do I do it better? How do I do what already works better, make it a better client experience, make it more systematic. This is that one-page strategic marketing plan which we're gonna talk about. Then I say, what do I wanna add? Now I've watched a lot of agents say, oh my goodness, if I just did two here and three transactions there and added four here and I could do six there and there's 10 there based upon the total addressable market, the TAM we refer to it, you could get a little overwhelmed. I'd rather have four to six great lead sources as pillars of your business each one bringing six, fifteen, twenty, thirty, eighty 15, 20, 30, 80 transactions Then having 30 different things you're doing to get one or two, right? This, for the average person, is just going to be overwhelming. So we want to have some focus around our database, the core four, geographic farm, online lead sources, and that could be two or three as an example, um, open houses, expired listings, whatever floats your boat, right? But you want to have enough lead sources so if one falls apart during the year that you 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 have enough things in place to keep your business repeatable and scalable, repeatable and scalable. Now, the next part, once we identify the ones we wanna improve on and go after, is that we do take the time to build out that ideal one-page strategic plan for each of our lead sources. Now, we're really proud of the work that our coaches have done, making this one-page plan for your database, your open houses, uh, your online leads, whatever it may be, giving you a little more detail and a little more optics around conversion, drip campaigns, follow-up, and more to make sure that it's not just, hey, I'm gonna do Geographic Farm and do a direct mail campaign, but we get layers deeper into the tactics that will ultimately get you the kind of conversion that you desire. Now, by the way, if you're watching this and you're saying, whoa, fairy, I just like to say I wanna make 100 grand and come on, seven, and that's your planning process, I can appreciate that. And let me ask you a question. How's that working for you so far? Are you making the money you want? Are you building something repeatable and scalable? Are you proud of the work you've done? Or is it time for you to notch it up a little bit? You gotta get to tomferry.com, you gotta download this plan, and you gotta dig in and do the work. You will be so proud of yourself when you did it. Now, let's keep going. So you do the how do I get it, one page strategic plan for each of the different pillars of your business, each of the different lead sources. So you might end up with six, eight, 10 plans. It's up to you, it's your business. Then we go number seven, to creating your optimal daily, weekly schedule and then your monthly projects. So you know the projects you wanna be working on in January versus in April, You know, open house month as an example. You wanna be thinking about in September, hey, I'm going into the fourth quarter, what's the marketing plan? What's the adjustment? Am I doing a, you know, a past client sphere event in November as an example? So it's giving you the opportunity to take your plan and start to think of it as projects that would be done strategically every single month. So again, I don't have to think, it's all by design. This is the planning process, my friends. And by the way, you can certainly look at multiple different project management software solutions, whether it's Trello or Asana, there's you know, a whole bunch of them that are out there. For those of us that want to have it digital and on your phone, I like the old do, doing and done board, right? Here's the projects. this is what I want to do, this is what I want to get it done, right? This is what I'm doing, old school. I like it up in visual, you have to decide. But I know this, It can't just be sitting inside this plan. It's gotta become something that you're working on all the time, up in visual or inside a project management solution. Keep going here. Number eight, you're gonna see inside the plan, we ask you to do a little self-assessment. You would think of it as like a SWOT analysis, right? Strengths, weaknesses, opportunities and threats in six different parts of your business from your listing presentation to your conversion to your marketing as an example. So you can say to yourself, this is clearly an area of improvement for me. This is maybe where I'm going to want to put my concentration on training and education and getting better and masterminding and coaching around these areas of improvement, right? So I'm focusing on that versus just focusing on my strengths, which I could be over-indexing and missing opportunities. So there's that SWOT analysis. Number nine, of course, is what's your motivation, right? What's going to drive you? And, And, you know, it's it's funny to me as I watch the, you know, the market we've been in the last couple of years is people are making more and more money. And I've got, you know, client friends now that are sitting on seven figures in savings and, and they're beginning to lose some of that hunger and that drive and that passion that they had. And you might be watching this going, oh, Tom, that's not me, man. I am ready. Regardless, I always go back to why are you doing it? What's important to you? right? Is it pride? Is it contribution? Is it significance? Is it the desire to contribute and do good, right? Is it selfish? You know, do you have revenge on your mind? I I really don't care what the driver is, but we all know each of us has to figure out what is our motive to action, our motivation, right? Motive to act. You figure that out, which we give you a nice little process to do. And you know, we're going to get that fire in the belly, getting you focused on doing the work that ultimately makes this plan come to life. And then the last one, And I wrote down very specifically, get smart about this. We talk about it all the time, the five disciplines of execution. Wildly important goal, break it down to the activities like we're discussing, get it up in visual on a scoreboard so you know how you're winning, right? Tracking and measuring, because when you track and measure, everything gets better. Of course, your cadence of accountability, how frequently are you in communication with someone around the things you need to get done, because we all know Everyone says in the new year, I'm gonna lose weight, but without some accountability, most people actually put on weight. Kinda sad, huh? And the last one, number five, is you gotta celebrate. You gotta celebrate when it's working and when you're winning. So here's some scoreboards we put inside the plan that you might wanna consider. We put on there, start tracking, you know, scoreboarding, visual, right? Your marketing, your lead tracker, the number of appointments you're getting, your deal tracker, your transaction tracker, your expense tracker, and your wealth tracker. Now. Maybe you don't want your debt reduction tracker and your wealth tracker up and visual inside your office, but everything else should be. Because what do we know? Out of sight, yeah. Out of sight, out of mind. When you track and measure, your results go through the roof. When you track and measure and you get accountability around it, you get a conversation going, you get someone that says, hey, you can do better, or wow, good job, do more. That frequency, that cadence of accountability will get your business growth to accelerate. So that's the essence of the business plan. You can see you got a lot of work to do, my friends. So download it at TomFerry.com, carve out a day and just go through the entire plan. You know, go to your broker and say, can we look through, you know, everything I've done so far this year to the best that you can pull from or the MLS and go through and, you know, that was a past client and that was a referral and that came from Zillow and this was a, you know, my lender, you know, sent me this one and, right? You do all that work and then you know and then you can make some good decisions. And you know what? If it frustrates you, call my office and ask for help. Go to your broker and ask for help. Go to your lender and ask for help, right? Don't be that person that says, oh, this is just frustrating and I just don't know what to do and screw it, right? Come on, seven. That's not a plan, my friends, right? That's not a plan. This is a plan and we're giving you access to our clients the way they plan and the way they think about their business, which is why they're doing 10 times the national average. So, hit up TomFerry.com. Can't uh, wait to read the comments. I wanna see lots of comments. I wanna know, you know, what's your current planning process? Did I miss something or something else you'd like to see in terms of the planning process? Let us know, keep us informed, and we will continue to bring you great value. Thank you so much for watching. Remember, always your strategy matters, and now more than ever, your ability to plan and attack it absolutely rules. Hey, you're the kind of person like me who's always looking for great stuff, new ideas, innovation, and ways to improve my life and my business. Check out the link below at tomferry.com forward slash agent dash tools because I've got lots of great stuff for you there. Hey, thanks so much for watching. If you want more of this, make sure you subscribe to our channel.